I get to turn the tables on today's podcast guest because usually when I'm in a room with this woman, she is the one doing the interview, asking the questions. She is a four-time Emmy Award winner and a former co-host of not one, but two of America's most beloved morning shows. She sat next to Regis Philbin for 15 years, then Hoda for 11 before stepping down last year to pursue other opportunities. In 2015, she was inducted into the Broadcast and Cable Hall of Fame, and she's recently been chosen to receive a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. She's a book author. She's a playwright. She's a producer, a singer, a songstress, an actress. She has her own record label, and she's written several musicals, including Broadway's Scandalous that got a Tony nomination. Oh, my gosh. I could go on and on and on about today's guest and her list of impressive accomplishments. But if I tried to cover them all, there wouldn't be time for this interview, this podcast, Love Someone with Delilah's guest today is, of course, Kathy Lee Gifford. She is the star of the hour today. She's popping in to talk with us about her new movie, A Delightful Rom-Com. I got to watch it. It's called Then Came You. We'll be back to get the full scoop right after I give today's podcast sponsor a little love. You've heard me talking about Save Skincare on the radio at night. I started with their cleanser and exfoliator, but I also discovered their amazing moisturizers. For fall, I've changed my routine a bit to include their anti-pollution moisturizer in the morning to help beat the cooler weather. I've also started using their vitamin C booster for extra hydration. It makes my skin look so fresh and smooth. Save products are natural and clean, and they work great on my skin, and my daughters love them too. Their commitment to safety can't be beat, and they never use any questionable ingredients. I love that they're vegan and cruelty-free. Be sure to like them on Facebook and Instagram to hear about their latest special offers, and visit them at saveskincare.com. Hi, Kathy Lee. How are you? I am wonderful. Let's talk about this new movie, because when I got off the air last night, I gave myself a present and I watched. They sent me a sneak peek of Then Came You, and I was laughing. I was emotional. I was Aww. I was blessed, and I thought, oh, my God, oh, my gosh, I get to talk to this lady and, like, find out more about this. But you co-wrote the, the songs, the soundtrack. Yep, I, I co-wrote the songs. I wrote the screenplay and uh, produced it. And I star opposite my dear, dear friend, Craig Ferguson, whom I actually wrote it for. He had co-hosted with me on the Today Show, and we had had a blast together. And he said, you know, if we wait for our agents to get us another job in television, we're going to die waiting. He said, Scotty, let's just write a, write a movie together. And uh, he left for home and... I went to bed that night and right on time, two o'clock in the morning, bing, I wake up and I knew what the movie should be, Delilah. I just knew it. I knew it should be Annabelle. Her name, Annabelle Wilson. He should be Howard Odd. And I knew how I could get her to Scotland. And I just, I just let my imagination run wild. And I had a ball writing it. Called him that day and said, you remember that movie? I think I just wrote it. And he goes, Catherine, I haven't even been home a day. So anyways... Uh, but I sent him the six scenes that I had written 
And he said, yeah, this is your baby. I stand ready to serve. So we had a ball in the highlands of Scotland. Uh, we had so many laughs. This movie is, is basically a romantic comedy for people who think that romance is in their rearview mirror. You know, they're never going to have a romance again. Uh, they're never going to have love again. That That's over. And, and nothing's very funny anymore either. And there are millions of people in the world like that. Many of them listen to you, Delilah. They listen to you and love you because you bring hope to them in the songs that you play. So this this brings up my first question. In the movie, then came yeah. you, you play opposite this gorgeous, yes. funny, yes. oozing sexy character. Yes. Mr. And Odd. Again, yes. <laughs> And in the movie, Kathy, you try to feign. You try to act like he disgusts you. He annoys you. He he ticks you off. He shuts the radio off. But I wasn't buying that because there was so much chemistry between you two. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We have had that since the day we met years ago. And nobody understands it better and, and loves it more than his wife, Megan, who uh, she read the script and I finally finished it and I sent it off to Craig. She read it first. And she said, Craig, you have got to make this movie. Boy, does Kathy have you down. So it was totally with her blessing. And, um, yeah, we have a chemical reaction to one another. It's obvious on screen. And I didn't I didn't mean to imply chemistry is in, um, you know, that the love scenes were real. I meant to imply that there is such an energy that is between yeah. you two. It's palpable on screen. Well, it's It's I palpable. We've always said if things had gone differently in our lives, that we would have ended up together. We might have killed each other, but it's there. It's there. So that's what you do in a movie. You harness it, you know, in a way that uh, brings it brings it uh, to life without, you know, hurting each other's personal lives. You know, I mean, I adore his wife. And, uh, you know, I spent a weekend at their house with them and their little boy out in the Scottish countryside and... You know, no, he's a really, really cherished friend to me. One of the most brilliant people. And isn't he a great dramatic actor, too? He played his role brilliantly. Like, he I came across he as this jerky and, and caustic guy. But then when he let the walls down in the scene where you, you wrote it for him, where he let the walls down, it was yeah. so subtly believable. Yes. Yeah. Very, very, he's, very beautiful. He's wounded, too. But we all deal with our woundedness in different ways. Annabelle has found an actual physical way for her to grieve by, by taking her husband's ashes on this journey. He, in a chocolate uh, box. In a, I'm going to ruin a part of it there and say, in a chocolate oh, box. In, <laughs> you know what? It's in, it's in the trailer. So they give half the movie away these days in trailers. But it does get people, you know, sort of excited about the movie. And that's what happened with that trailer. They did a brilliant trailer on it. And uh, there's tons more in the movie as well, too. But it's a story of two very unlikely people um, dealing with their own grief and their own needs in different ways. But discovering that, you know, you don't go out. She's not out looking for love. She isn't. She's, she's, her husband's been gone for a year. She's, she's just doing, first of all, what he said to do uh, with his ashes. That was part of his will. And the rest of it, she figures out a way to also try to make her long-lost dreams come true. And I think, Delilah, you and I are blessed. You and I have had big lives, big careers, big families. You more than me. You've got a lot more kids than I do. But 
Many, many women, I think, have settled in their life, not because they chose to or wanted to. Many of them had to because of different circumstances. But Annabelle is like so many women who um, never got to see the world the way she once dreamed she could, never had her dreams of being an actress and a singer fulfilled. And um, this movie is the first of five about these characters that I want to shoot. Um, and, and she discovers, even in her later life, uh, that she has gifts she didn't even know she had. And we see those dreams come to pass as Annabelle's journey continues. And each movie takes place in a different place as she follows along with the list that she brings with her to Scotland. So Craig's on board for all the the uh, shenanigans. Uh, Ford's on board. I don't think that... Uh, Elizabeth Hurley will be because I sort of got rid of her. Boy, wasn't that a fun scene? <laughs> Whew, the minute she you the minute she said that's not the tent I ordered. I was like, yes. "Oh, let's just get rid of this little gorgeous thing." <laughs> but isn't she every woman's worst nightmare? You, the the man you are falling for is engaged to her, Elizabeth Hurley. And I'm in that outfit where I've been, I've been fixing the furnace or something, and I look like crap. And I, and I have to meet her, and I'm going, I, I, I hope when you see me take the scrunchie out of my hair and, and just try to make myself halfway pretty, and, and sitting there looking at Elizabeth Hurley, who is impossibly beautiful, and a sweet girl, too. I've, I've known her a long, long time. I, I wrote that for her, too. And one day she was at the Today Show, and I said, after we finished, the uh, segment, I said, can I talk to you for a moment in my dressing room? So she went into my dressing room with her. I said, listen, maybe this is unprofessional, but forgive me. I said, Elizabeth, I've just written a screenplay for my friend Craig Ferguson. She goes, oh, I love Craig. He's doll. He's an absolute doll. I said, yes. She, I said, but I wrote a part for you in it, and I, I, it would just mean the world to me if, you, if you'd read the script. She goes, well, let me have it, darling. I'll read it on the plane on the way home. You know, so she took the script. Read it on the plane. Her agent called and said she'd love to do it if we can fit it into her schedule. So this was meant to, to happen, this movie. And it, I think it's the timing of it's perfect. Don't you, Delilah? People are needing escape. They, want, they can't get on a plane and fly anywhere. And now they get to get on a plane with Annabelle and go to Scotland. Well, after to, uh, after I watched it last night, I did go online to see, you know, what the travel restrictions are because, oh, my gosh, it's so beautiful where you filmed it. It's in the Highlands, just west of uh, Glasgow and um, Scotland. I've been to Scotland many times and always loved it. But then when we decided to do the movie together with Craig, I knew we, that I'd had to write a story set there. And... Um, Annabelle's only seen the, the world through movies, so there are a lot of people like that, and there, people have places on their bucket list before they die. And you put Scotland on my bucket list with this movie. I'm so glad. And the Scottish people are so lovely. They're so funny. Very cleverly written. Very good oh, job. Oh, honey, thank you. That means a lot to me. Well, again, the, the soundtrack is something that is also a star of the movie. The music really is another star in the film because it's uh, and you don't get to hear all the lyrics of it and everything except if, if you get the soundtrack and our friend Sal Oliveri also wrote this underscore with Brett somebody said to me the other day some critics said you know what it's a beautiful film it's, it's, it's a jolly romp and I went oh my gosh that's what I want it to be and I, I want to surprise people with it there are 23 different places 
where it takes a turn that you don't see it coming. And those are my favorite kinds of movies. You know, one of my favorite rom-coms is Love, actually. And I love it's complicated. Those are the movies that I enjoy watching because they're, they're, they're for adults. It's, you know, they're for, for mature people who've been through life and they've got a lot of baggage. Now, their baggage may be Louis Vuitton, but they've still got baggage. And uh, I find that sort of entertainment so much more interesting. I don't want to see things blow up anymore. I never did. I don't want to see gratuitous sex or gratuitous violence. I just, can we please just go someplace beautiful and watch life unfurl for two people who, who think life is basically over for them? It's not. It's not. If you got a pulse, you still got a purpose. And I have that every morning. I take a, an emotional pulse uh, rate. And if I'm still here, it means God's not finished with me yet. I have so much work to do and that I'm just loving and um, excited every day about what's new. And finally, this movie's out. It's on demand now on, on any service that you can rent um, films. And I just can't wait to hear if people um, are tapping their toes to the music we wrote and, and laughing in the right places and crying in the right places. Thanks so much for watching it, Delilah, and, and for loving it. That means the world to me. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid Mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. 
the ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. I'm not done talking about it yet because the character of Craig Ferguson's Howard Odd's best friend. Yes, Gavin. He was very funny, but he was he was perfect. He was perfect. You know, I, in, in honesty, and I don't ever not speak in honesty, but um, I did write that role originally for Ricky Gervais. Oh, that would have been good, too. Yeah, yeah. And, and Ricky loved the script, but he said, Kelly, I just signed with Netflix and I can't. And I said, OK. So um, they said, do you know who Ford Kiernan is? And I said, no. He said, he's the number one comedic actor in the entire UK. And I said, let's get him. He was so brilliant. And when he had the talk with you, with your character, Annabelle, about his best friend. Yes. That's where I was crying. I wasn't crying at the other, you know, parts that I think some people, especially if you've lost your partner, would cry at. I was crying there because I have that best friend. Yes. Yes. That would move heaven and earth for me. Yes. Yes. And me too, thank God. Boy, did that come across beautifully. Yeah. Well, he and Craig were friends before. They had worked together before. So Craig was thrilled when we got Ford. And um, we only, I had written a small role because originally I thought it was going to be uh, Ricky and I knew we'd probably only get him for a day or two. But once we started working, and this is the beauty of an independent film, once we started working, I said, can, Ford, can you work next week? Because I, I have this idea for a scene for you. And, can, and he ended up being in about, you know, 10 more scenes than I, than I originally anticipated. And he's agreed to go forward with them as we, as we keep writing. But, uh, and then the original title of the movie was called Love Me to Death. And then I was on a, two weeks before we wrapped, I was on a big five-hour-long hike in the Highlands. My one and only day off every week was on a Sunday. And I had to clear my head and take these long walks. And I felt the Lord saying so clearly to me, Kathy, go back, take your pad and your pen. I have a present for you. So I went home and walked home, got up to that spot, which you will see at the end of our movie. And, and the lyrics to Then Came You came to me. Then came you, then came you. So I couldn't believe it. I, I climbed down those steps called Brett James and said, Brett, I'm going to change the ending of the movie and I, I'm going to change the title. And uh, we were able to change that ending completely. Two weeks before we even wrapped the film, Brett added a melody to the lyrics that I'd written. He sent them off to me. And that's him singing it in the movie. And uh, oh, that's, man. Him, that's him also in the, in the pub singing with me Whiskey and Wine, which is our next single. I'll bring the whiskey, I'll bring the wine. I mean, it's just a fun, fun, fun uh, musical romp, too. And uh, so he is not an actor, but I, I think he did just great. He did awesome, and you guys played off each other so well. But yeah. when you when yeah. you were doing the bubble bath scene? <laughs> girlfriend! Yep. Dang. Uh, people go, were you naked? God has blessed you. God has blessed you. You look as beautiful as you ever have. Oh, sweetie. So sweet. I, I know a theme in the movie is, you know, when we have to come to grips with the fact that we're not 16 anymore. 
Right. Um, and that, and you, you work that in very, very subtly, you know, when you said, what are you checking? Are you checking my age? You're checking my age. <laughs> You're checking my age, aren't you? <laughs> you know, it was subtle, but, but for those of us that have to look in the mirror and see our mother looking back at us, it's very real. Right. And that is a mourning process that we have to go through that we're, we're not 16. But let me tell no. you, there are a few scenes in this movie where I was like, Dang, I I gotta I gotta kick it back into the gym because if she can look that hot in a bathtub, I got a little oh, work to do here. We thank you. Well, I I really got in shape for that movie. I lost a lot of weight for it because I, she's a runner, and in, originally in the script she was she ran, uh, she talked about running and what it did. Well, you know, so much has to be lost in the editing process, but it'll all if I get a chance to do the next four films, it'll all come out. Um, yeah, the clothes are also a star of this film. My friend Michael Hurd's uh, a British guy, <laughs> delightful designer. Every outfit is, is made in the U.K., one, one country or another. So it's all very organic and authentic to, to the United Kingdom. And um, I don't think I could fit in one outfit at this point. I really do. Maybe my shoes, but that's it. <laughs> Uh, you were you were beautiful and and the costumes. <laughs> I gotta say though, the one you wore to the when you went out to the pub when you sang um, yeah. whiskey and wine, that was my favorite of them all. Everybody has a different favorite. Yeah, I love that one too. Um, yeah. Oh gosh. God, when he told you to go change your clothes if he was going to take you fishing, I was howling. Because <laughs> <laughs> you look like a tin something. I forget what he says. A plaid, yeah. sc- a plaid tin or something. <laughs> yes, yeah. A cookie tin, something. Yeah. She was living out her dreams. And, and, and you, you notice in the movie, she, he says, what are you checking, checking movie times? And I go, no, flight times. I've got to get to a Roman holiday. And he says, well, what are you going to wear there, a toga? And I go, maybe, maybe, you know? uh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yes, I, I with a great director, Adriana Trigiani, who's been a friend of mine for many, many years. And she has a, she's a novelist. If check out her, her, like, she's got like 20 novels and her, she's loves detail. She's a really huge fan of movies. Anyway, this movie is, our movie's like an homage to the screwball comedies of the fifties, like the pillow talk with Doris Day and, and Rock Hudson kind of movies, but even back 30s and 40s, she's a real connoisseur of those kinds of films, and she brought that kind of a directorial sense to the film as well. Um, so, you know, it takes everybody to bring a movie like this to the fore, and uh, it, the fact that it's now out, Delilah, is, is kind of surreal to me. All I ever wanted to be when I was growing up was to be in the movies. I wanted to be Haley Mills or Annette Punicello, you know, I wanted to sing. And the very first movie I ever really did see in life in the theater was Swiss Family Robinson. So that part was true in the film as well. So there are lots of little things that I brought from my life. But Annabelle uh, is very, very different from the person that I am. But you know what? I loved playing her so much because there's an innocence about Annabelle that I lost a long, long time ago, 50 years in this business. You lose a bit of innocence, and she's fun to play in that regard. You know, I can go back to my my other self years and years ago, and I just, you know, thought the world was just beautiful everywhere, and people were all nice, and everybody had two parents who loved each other. You know, that leave-it-to-beaver kind of world that I grew up in. 
Okay, so a personal question, and you don't have to answer this if you don't want to, but the character Annabelle was in the beginning grief stages, the you know first year of losing her husband. Right. And I remember I saw you less than a year after you lost your husband. Right. How much of that real grief? Because the, one of the beautiful things about this movie is the characters are multidimensional because my mom yeah. gave up all of her dreams for my dad, but they right. had a very contentious, bitter marriage mm. that ended in divorce right before both of them died. It's like they couldn't oh. live with each other and they couldn't live without each other. But oh, one of the beautiful yeah. things that I really appreciated was that, yes, she gave up her dreams to be married and to live in Nantucket, but there didn't seem to be any bitterness or, um, resentment you could tell she truly loved her husband and missed him yeah how much of kathy lee and your grief missing your hubby was written in that you know people are asking me that because it's a it's a very fair question and and and, and a natural one but the truth is that i didn't i wasn't really aware i wasn't consciously aware that i was dealing with grief i started writing it at two years after frank had passed I knew I knew the grief of, of widowdom. So you write what you know. Um, but there's, remember the scene with the first night she gets to the inn and she's by the fire with the dog in her room. Unfortunately, we had to cut a lot of that scene because of time. But you see her take her wedding ring off her left finger and put it on a chain. And that's I didn't put mine on a chain, but I wore my wedding ring for a year and then on the first anniversary of, of Frank's passing, I moved it to my right hand. And then just a couple of years ago when I moved to Nashville, because there's a song in the movie called New Everything. And I just thought, no, I'm starting, you know, with the line in the movie that says, I got to make new memories of the old ones are going to kill me. I took off my wedding ring off my right hand as well and put it on my daughter's charm bracelet that I've been keeping for her since she was born. And those are just sort of milestone moments. So I was trying to do that in the movie. It, it doesn't make as much sense now that we've edited it the way it is. But you can tell she's grieving and she's got the ring in her hand. That's what she was doing, was changing it over, which was, is a signal that, okay, I'm ready for the next step. I have a, a girlfriend named Kimmy who started out as my housekeeper and then became my nanny. And now she's just my best friend. And she lost her husband on my birthday, sadly, um, 10 years ago. And yeah. she has never, never taken the ring off or moved it. And yeah. somebody asked her one day, I was kind of eavesdropping. They said, do you ever think you'll date again? And she looked shocked. She said, why would I do that? I'm still married. Oh, wow. And she says, my husband's waiting for me. Oh. And she is completely content mm -hmm. he's the only boy she ever kissed the only man she ever loved and she's like i i don't have any interest in trying to fit my life in with someone else's again you know i understand both things i understand uh, you know so many i've been out on a few dates and in, in the last year and uh, they're all wonderful guys really sweet guys but um they're either overwhelmed and uh, by my personality, the bigness of my life, or they're overwhelmed uh, by the fact that I was married to Frank for almost 30 years. You know, Frank Gifford is in eight halls of fame. 
And they're, they sort of say to themselves, wow, you know, I can't be Frank Gifford. She was married to one of the greatest guys who ever lived. And I don't expect anybody to be Frank. But it's so funny, Delilah, the, the, the guys that I date, I've only dated like four, they either want to run for the hills because I scare them to death, or they want to get married within two weeks. And and it's just, you know, somewhere, maybe there's a guy somewhere that, you know, is, is right, right down the middle a little bit, you know. <laughs> You know, when I quit looking, when I made up my mind that I was, you know, I had at the time eight kids. I'm like, what guy is going to want to date a woman that's got eight kids? Right. Um, and I really, you know, said, OK, God, if if it's going to be you and me for the rest of my life, I'm OK with that. Literally. You know, I feel, yes, I feel that way, too. And my life is so busy. I'm writing these oratorios. I'm directing now. Hopefully I'll start writing the, the, uh, these new films, maybe direct one of those. Well, you have to you have to write them now because you've told me you've got a whole series coming, so you you can't get out of this. No, I've written. I've just heard from our main producer this morning, and he and he just texted me. He said, "I listen. I meant what I said. Let's do all five of these." So um, I'm excited about that. But I'm I'm just with the same with you. If this if God has it for me, then he, I'm not going to go out looking for it. One of my favorites. I love all the music in the movie, but the song once again has a lyric, and, and, and when Brett saw the lyric, that's when he first decided to be to write with me for the movie. He goes, oh, I love these lyrics, Kathy. Took a look at the lyrics for the song called Once Again, and the lyric goes, you don't find love, love finds you. In the midst of a moment right out of the blue, it sneaks up on your heart, hardly making a sound, till all of a sudden you find you've been found. That's a great lyric, straight from heaven. And, and I'm not looking for it, you know, but if God brings it, I will be deeply grateful for it. I was just going to say, my prayer for you is that if it is the Lord's will, that you would discover that you have been found by a man that God has ordained for you, who will love all of you, who won't be intimidated, though you're small, you have more personality in your little finger than most people have in their whole body. And to most people, that could be intimidating. But to the man that if God is going to bring him, he will mm-hmm. cherish every bit of you. And oh, now you're making me cry. Thank you. That's so I mean that. I mean that. And like the cat and the dog analogy, be just a little bit, um, a little <laughs> bit playful in that you have to reach for him. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm open to it. Believe me. And in fact, a friend of mine was asking me right after Frank had passed. He said, I, I guess Frank was the uh, the love of your life, huh? And I said, uh, so far. Even then I said so far, because op- I'm open to love. I don't want a uh, closed heart. And he said, I've never had a love like that. And I said, not yet. You'll know when you're ready. You'll know when you're ready. And so I incorporate everything that I go through in life and everything I experience into whatever I write. And this was especially fun to write because I wasn't um, beholden to a real to two real people that I wanted to be faithful to their their legacy, their their memory. So this was the first time I could just let my imagination go crazy, you know. Um, yeah. Oh, oh, it's so good to talk to you, sweetie. I, I love talking to you. And through all these years, you are sort of my my steady Eddie, you know. <laughs> That's because. Because God has us on 
different paths, but the same path. We're walking each other home. Well, bless you, my sister. I have the same prayer for your life. I just ask God to bless you richly and continue to give you that soothing, loving, comforting voice you have for millions. You bring great joy to people and great comfort. And um, you just keep doing what what he's chosen you to do, sweetie, as beautifully as you do. And thanks again for having me on. I love you. All right. Thank you, honey. Lord bless you. (laughs) You take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I'm so glad we got to spend this time together today and catch up on all things. If I know Kathy Lee, she's got so many irons in the fire. I know she's working on like sequels to Then Came You. And then I'll get to invite her back again to tell us all about whatever's going on when the time is right. Reserve some time soon for this upcoming romantic comedy. It's got beautiful scenery. I mean, beautiful scenery. Uh, It's got an award-winning cast. Then Came You, available on demand since October 2nd. I didn't have time to talk about it in this interview, but I also encourage you to pick up a copy of the beautiful little book Kathy Lee has just written called Hello, Little Dreamer. Get one for every child on your holiday gift-giving list because the gift you'll be giving is that of encouragement to follow their dreams. And if you're having a tough day, a bad day, a down moment, try this little trick. Go do something for someone else. Go do something from your heart without expecting anything in return. We'll be back with another episode of Love Someone with Delilah. Delilah.